The Productive Woman, Episode 57. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. So thank you for joining me. In this episode, I'm going to talk about being okay with being unproductive. You'll find links and some additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 57. This episode is brought to you by lynda.com, where you can get a free 10-day trial of lynda.com's outstanding video courses at lynda.com slash tpw. As a reminder, if you haven't already done so, I would appreciate very much your help in making the show better. Please take three minutes or so to complete the listener survey, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash survey. It really only takes a couple minutes, and uh, the, the answers to the questions are really helpful to me. Thank you to those of you who've already completed the survey. I've, I've learned a lot from reading your responses and really, really appreciate it. Before I get into the main content, I wanted to throw out a tool of the week, I guess, for you. And that is uh, the task management app Nozbe, N-O-Z-B-E. I've talked about it before. This, this is a task management, project management app that I use and love. And I'm only mentioning it now because currently, as I'm recording this, which is in early September 2015, uh, they're offering a promotion of Nosby. You sign up for a year and pay for only eight months. So you're getting four months of this great service free. Check it out at theproductivewoman.com slash Nosby4. That's N-O-Z-B-E and the number four. This is, a, as I've said before, a great task management app. It's available on all platforms, whether Mac, PC, Android, all of them, and and just re- is really an awesome tool. If you go to that link, theproductivewoman.com slash Nosby4, they have a, a series of short videos that kind of explain it. And again, you can sign up for a free trial. And if you, if you sign up for the year and pay for the year, it's only going to cost you for eight months. So free four months, check it out. Okay, so this episode, I really meant to talk about something very practical this week, but I got an email from a listener that I just felt like I should respond to in large part because what she said to me about her situation really um, resonated with me. I, I, I totally could relate to what she had to say. Tracy is a mom to two young boys. She homeschools one of them, and she said she does a lot of volunteer work. Here's a little bit of what she said to me in this email this week. She said, I often feel that I become so obsessed about being productive that on days when I'm less than productive, I end up in a really sour mood and feeling really depressed about my day. If I'm not accomplishing something or making progress toward a goal, I feel like the whole day is a waste. I want to be able to remain flexible and just accepting of those days that don't turn out like I want them to, and also be able to embrace doing nothing every once in a while. 
but it's difficult to get into a better headspace when I'm in that moment. And um, like I said, I, I read that email. She had said some other things, and, and I so appreciated her transparency in sharing these things because as I was reading it, I thought, oh, man, boy, I know how that feels. I struggle with that myself. I totally could relate. And I think it's something a lot of us fall into that, you know, we're, we're women. I think if, if you listen to this show, I, I think you're maybe a lot like me. We're women who want to accomplish things. We want to make a difference in the world. And we have dreams and goals and ideas of things that we want to do. And we can get so focused on accomplishing all those things and on checking things off our to-do list that when the day doesn't go the way we had it planned, um, we feel like we failed in some way or we, we haven't done what we're supposed to do. And so, um, like I said, I, I, I just, I, I thought about it a lot after reading the email and I, I did reply to her. And, and so Tracy, if you're listening, I want to thank you for sending this to me because it, it really spoke to my heart. And um, here are some things that I thought about as I, I pondered what she had to say and how it resonated with me so much. Um, you know, one of the th- questions I thought about of in response to that is, why do we get in a bad mood when a day doesn't go as we had it planned, when we feel like we weren't productive or we didn't accomplish the things we wanted to? It could be a lot of things. And I don't, I don't know, I can't speak specifically to how, how Tracy was feeling, but, you know, I, at various times, uh, maybe I've been impatient because things weren't going as planned and I felt like people weren't cooperating with me and with my big plan for the day. Or maybe we we sometimes feel anxious because um, we feel like things are just out of control. And you know, as I thought about that in in my own life, you know, I thought it would be it's probably important to think about why is it so important to us, to me, uh, to have things go exactly as we had planned. Is that a control thing? And where does that come from? Is it a, a, an insecurity if things get kind of, we, we feel like we need to have the plan and work the plan, and, and when things aren't going according to plan, we feel like we've lost control? I, you know, I don't know. I think it, it can be that sometimes. Is the bad mood because we feel like a failure? You know, I, I know I certainly hear these things in my head. I ought to be able to get all this done. Or what's wrong with me? Everybody else has it all together. Well, the fact is not really. You know, we, we've talked about this in the past. It's part of the reason why I launched this podcast is so that we could talk openly and transparently about the fact that when we're looking around at other women and thinking, well, she's got it all figured out. She's got it all figured out. I'm the only one having trouble. And so I need to keep that to myself so people don't judge me. Um, well, let's talk about that because I think all of us to one degree or another on different days are struggling and maybe not accomplishing all the things that we want to do. But how much of our self-worth is tied up in what we do? How much of our identity is bound up in being the productive one, the one who gets stuff done, the busy one? Um, you know, and, and when we when we don't, if we feel like a failure when we aren't accomplishing as much as we had planned, 
what does that say about where we're finding our worth and our value? I'm not a psychologist, I, you know, and so I'm not trying to, you know, give the answers here. These are the questions that I ask myself when I'm in this this kind of situation, when I'm having one of those days and feeling bad about what I didn't get accomplished. Are we, maybe the bad mood is that we're aggravated because we didn't have enough help, um, you know, but then that begs the question, did we ask for any help? Or are we, you know, determined to be superwoman and get it all done so that we can feel like we really, you know, conquered the day? I, I don't know. Are we maybe feeling guilty because we didn't do what we said we would do? Because there was a list of things, um, whether we had made promises to other people or just to ourselves, that we didn't keep those promises, and so we feel guilty about it. You know, any one of those things can lead to us feeling in a bad mood and, and depressed or down about the way a day turned out when we had plans for the day to make it a, you know, and I'm using air quotes, productive day, and yet uh, we didn't get those things done. So, you know, what's the answer? I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I, there are some thoughts that came to mind as I thought about this. And as I said to Tracy in my answer, I don't have all the answers here, but these are some things that I've thought about that I try to remind myself of when I'm having one of those days. And the first one always is to rethink what it means to be productive. Is it really true that a day in which we don't accomplish everything on, on our list is an unproductive one? As, as I've said before, I, doing this podcast and sharing this time with you uh, week after week for the last year or so, a year, year plus, has really made me think more deeply about what productivity is. And I truly believe that true productivity isn't about checking tasks off the list or achieving the most awards or accolades. It's not about doing the most stuff. My new definition of what a productive woman is, and I've shared this with you before, she's the woman who orders her life in such a way as to maximize her positive impact on the world around her. Whatever that means to you, to make a positive impact. And maybe for you, it is, uh, you know, saving lives as a doctor. Maybe it's leading a country or leading a company. Or maybe it's just putting a meal on the table for your family when they come home at the end of the day. Every one of us has to figure out for herself what it means to make that life that matters and what it is that you need to do to positively impact the world and the people around you. To me, uh, the older I get, the more it becomes about managing things in a way that allows me to be at peace. Because if I'm cranky and impatient and frustrated, my impact on the people I care about most is not likely to be positive. Now, full disclosure, I fail at this on a regular basis. The older I get, the more I feel like the thing that matters most is the people in my life. The people, uh, you know, my husband, my children, my grandchildren, you, 
to, to be able to have a positive impact on those people and the people I work with and my clients at the law practice. And I can't do that in a positive way if I have overloaded my life with tasks and plans and obligations and commitments and shoulds to the point that I'm exhausted and frustrated and unable to keep up and not and unable to uh, maintain any kind of positive relationships with those people. Again, I fail at this regularly, but I'm trying. And I know you are too. I, I do believe that. I, I think you wouldn't be listening to this podcast of all the things you could be doing with your time. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't care about those things and you weren't doing those things yourself. We're trying, aren't we? And that's all we can be expected to do. I think, as I told Tracy in the email I sent back to her, the, probably the most important thing women like us need to remind ourselves of this. We are not what we do. Our value and our worth don't come from what we accomplish. It's not, as I said to her in the email, I... Uh, and, and this just kind of came out of my heart, but I want to share it with you as well. I said, our value is not in the number of projects we complete or tasks we check off our to-do list. It's not in how perfect our children are or how beautiful our home or how creative the meals we put on the table. I would add it's not in how high up the corporate ladder we climb or how many people we influence on a daily basis. The positive impact we as women can have on those closest to us comes in resting in the fact that we, our value and our worth are in who we are and not in what we accomplish. When we take the long-term view of things, whether a day was a good one or a bad one has very little to do with how much stuff we got done and a whole lot to do with the interactions between us and the people around us. I really believe that. And, you know, if you see it differently, I'd love to hear from you about that. Let's have a conversation about that. Um, everybody has some days when they don't accomplish all that they haven't had in mind. We get to choose how we react when that happens. And, you know, I, I think there's nothing wrong with feeling the feelings that we feel. You know, we talked, I talked earlier about whether it's, you know, the, the impatience or the anxiety or the feeling like a failure or the aggravation or, or the guilt or whatever we're feeling. You know, those feelings are what they are. And we can look at those and acknowledge those, accept them for what they are, and then look at what to do about it. Um, we can choose to turn our mind to the positive, reminding ourselves that, you know, again, our value is not in what we do, but in who we are. So, again, every one of us has those days when, we're, and sometimes weeks, when we're not accomplishing all that we had in mind. So, if it, but if it happens a lot, or if it's really bothering you when it's happening, Maybe there's a, a, an opportunity there to look at why it's happening, why we didn't get everything done that we had in mind. Uh, and that may impact how we respond to it or what we do about it. So is it because of outside circumstances? 
emergencies or crises occur that um, derail our plans for the day. We can't control those things, so we somehow need to learn to take a deep breath, uh, deal with the crisis, and reschedule things for when that crisis is passed. And that's okay. You know, in, in the fact is that in 21st century life, these things happen, and, and we really need to learn to plan accordingly, to, to leave space, to leave margin, to allow for those detours. If the reason we're not accomplishing everything we had in mind is, uh, you know, the outside circumstance that's derailing it is somebody else, a boss or, or a spouse or a coworker or somebody who's not respectful of our time, then um, we need to probably work uh, work on a way to sit down with that person in a respectful way and talk about it. Uh, what can be done to avoid the surprises and the interruptions and the things that keep us from doing what we need to do? You know, the, 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 those are things that we can look at, you know, after the fact. You can't fix the day that's sort of shot, but um, looking forward to sit down with that person and try and work out a plan that works for everybody. Is the problem or the issue um, that's preventing us from sometimes getting everything done that we wanted to, is it that we're planning too much? Uh, if we're, our plans are unrealistic for our specific circumstances, are we taking on too many projects, too many commitments? You know, uh, Tracy has two small kids at home, um, and those, you know, children take a lot of time. If we've got a, a sick relative we're caring for, if we have a full-time job and we're trying to do these other things, we have to look realistically at our circumstances, at the situation, at our life today, and plan our goals, our projects, all those things accordingly and realistically for the, the resources we have available to us, both emotionally and financially and temporally, you know, the time that really is available to us. And filling up every moment of every day with work, scheduling your whole week with back-to-back -back meetings and projects and, and, you know, errands and everything every day is going to burn us out. It's going to wear us out. Nobody can keep that pace for very long. We all have seasons, you know, days or, you know, a few days where things get like that. But if that's the way every day is, I just, I, maybe I'm wrong and maybe you're different from me, but for me, that would not be sustainable and I'd lose it after a while, frankly. And so if our situation is such that we have to look and, and say, all right, day after day, I'm not getting everything done that I had committed to do, maybe I, I've overcommitted for this season in my life, and I need to evaluate the commitments and the obligations that I've made, the goals that I've set, the, the you know, projects I've taken on, and set some things aside. We don't have to do everything now. You know, we're, we're ambitious, eager women who want to get stuff done and, and make that difference, but we don't have to do it all at once. And saying not now is not the same thing as saying never. Sometimes for this season of our life, certain things have to get set aside, whatever that season is for you. And it's just a matter of looking at that realistically. Sometimes it's not that we have so many 
projects, but we just have too many things we've decided we've put on our list for the day. I mean, my, you know, I use a combination of, of OmniFocus for personal and, and podcast related things and, um, uh, tasks and projects. And then I use Nosby for my work stuff because it's available on my, both my iPhone and my work computer, which is PC, you know, Windows based PC. Um, and my list of projects is pretty long and the tasks that come from those projects is, uh, you know, that list is even longer, but I can't do everything at once. And I, I weekly look at that list of projects and I have certain things that I've put on hold for, later for when, when there's space opened up in my life to do those things. If I looked at the whole long list of all the tasks that go to go with all the projects and have those all on my list that I, my to-do list that I look at, you know, throughout the day, it could be overwhelming. And I'm going to end up feeling either guilty or frustrated or all those things we've talked about because it's impossible to do all that stuff in one day. And so maybe if we're consistently not accomplishing what we thought we should for a day, maybe we need to scale back our own expectations for the day. Keep that master list of projects and tasks in your task manager, how, whatever it is you use, but start each day with no more than three tasks for the day. Maybe write them on an index card, the three things that these are the things I am committed to getting done today, just these three and no more. If you finish them, you can always go back to um, your master list and pick a couple more, but we need to redefine what a productive day is. It's not about getting lots and lots of stuff done, but it's about accomplishing the MIT, the most important thing for that day, while feeling peace, at peace, and feeling some joy and having good interactions with the people around us. That, to me, is the most productive day of all. Maybe my, you know, I haven't checked off as many things, but if I've ended the day at peace with myself and, it, and with the people in my life, that's a pretty good day, right? Uh, the other thing to think about is to understand the value of rest. And we talked about this in episode 18, which you can find at theproductivewoman.com slash 18. We talked about relaxing without guilt, which is hard for us. And that's sort of related to uh, what Tracy was saying about feeling okay with just sort of doing nothing. The, the, in that episode, we talked about uh, how important relaxation is to us, the benefits to our health, to our relationships, to our quality of life, and to our pro productivity. Rest and relaxation are investments in our health, in our relationships, and in our quality of life. Those things are important. Uh, but one thing I thought about as I was rereading Tracy's email, uh, you know, she talked about this wanting to be... Uh, open to embrace doing nothing. Yes, it's okay to, it's important to be okay with that, this idea of doing nothing. But I would, I would say, let's look at it just a little bit differently. Just because we're not powering through our to-do list doesn't mean we're doing nothing. Hanging with our spouse or our kids or a good friend, that's doing something. Reading a book, whether it's, you know, good fiction or a nonfiction thing that we enjoy or learn from, that's doing something. Taking a nap is doing something. 
All these things have value to us and to the people we care about. They help restore and rejuvenate us. They let us be more relaxed and more creative. They energize us and help us gain perspective on our projects, on our goals, and on life in general, which makes us better, stronger, wiser, and happier people. So those things are important to us. And, you know, I'm saying this to myself as much as anybody else because I have a hard time with that. As I read Tracy's email, as I said, I really could relate to what she was expressing. And and I'll bet you, you can, you know, you do too. I think a lot of the women who listen to The Productive Woman could relate. We want to accomplish things. We're maybe a little bit driven. We, uh, we have dreams and goals for ourselves and for our families and for the things we want to accomplish. And... Uh, and you know we and so we seek out podcasts and books and I you know articles blogs about how to be more productive and get more things done, and so much of the information out there seems to be pushing us to do more and be more, and sometimes it overwhelms us and we feel inadequate. And I was thinking as I you know as I was preparing for this episode and thinking about this this week, that I sincerely hope. I am not contributing to that overwhelm feeling and that feeling of inadequacy in the things I say on The Productive Woman because that's not my objective. I, I want to give you tools and ideas and techniques that, that will help us focus our lives and achieve our goals and all those things. But I also want to find a balance between that And also remembering that there is so much more to life than just crossing items off our to-do lists. So those are the things that I've thought about this week in response to a very timely email that um, really meant a lot to me to receive. I wonder what you think. Um, You know, has, has any of this resonated with you at all? Do you think maybe I missed the point of Tracy's question or... Do you have a suggestion for how you deal with those days when you don't get as much done as as maybe you would like to? I'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to share your thoughts uh, by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 57 and scroll down to the comment section. You can leave a comment there or on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. Uh, You can always post something there. If you want to communicate with me privately, I I certainly will respect that. Uh, And so you can always email your questions, your comments, your suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I really do love hearing from you. Uh, Remember, you can also leave a voice message uh, at the website or on the Facebook page um, and uh, click the button there and you can leave a little voice message. Nobody's going to hear that but me, and I won't share it without your permission. A couple of quick announcements before we go. Uh, I've, uh, I've been fortunate recently to be a guest on, to be invited to be a guest on a couple of other really great podcasts that you might want to check out. I think I mentioned last time uh, I was on Carrie Robina's podcast, which is called My Simple Podcast, talking about making a life that matters. You can find that episode at mysimplepodcast.com and look for episode 21. So you might enjoy that. 
just this last week, I was on Mike Vardy's The Productivityist podcast, and that was really a great time. Mike is a great, uh, a real expert on productivity kinds of things. You can find my conversation with Mike on uh, on the podcast tab on his website, productivityist.com. And I'll have links for this in the show notes. I also was recently a guest on Lisa DeLay's podcast, Spark My Muse. That episode will be published on, she tells me, on September 29. So you can check out lisadelay.com for more information. Kind of a cool thing about that is Lisa and I will be doing a live blab that evening, the evening of September 29, 2015 at 7 p.m. Central to talk about productivity. If you haven't heard of Blab, this is really, it's like a live streaming chat um, where a video stream where we can talk to you. You can, there's a chat room there that you can ask questions and give feedback. And uh, it's really a cool thing. So uh, all you have to do to get on it is have a Twitter account. So check out Blab, and that's B, just like it sounds, B-L-A-B, blab.im. And um, watch for that um, that upcoming thing. I'll tell you about more later. And I'm also going to be on some other podcasts here in the near future. And I'll let you know as those come up. Uh, if you haven't already picked up your free copy of my digital toolbox, do be sure to check it out on the website. There's a button in the show notes or you can just jump to theproductivewoman.com slash favorite apps And there's a free download there, uh, descriptions of some of the the digital tools, apps, and things that I use and really love that maybe you'll find something in there that's helpful to you. And again, if you haven't already done so, I would very much appreciate it if you would respond to the listener survey at theproductivewoman.com slash survey. Before I finish up, I do want to say a very quick thank you to lynda.com for supporting the productive woman lynda.com is the place to go for high quality video tutorials on just any subject you can think of they have over 3,000 courses on uh, the program in their library they add more weekly and these are courses that are taught by industry experts and uh, they have them at all skill levels from beginner to advanced so Anything you can think of that might be related to your job, uh, computer skills, art type things, uh, public speaking, productivity type topics, they have these great video tutorials that you can watch at your own pace in kind of bite-sized segments. And if you subscribe, you get access to the entire library of these courses just for one monthly price. The Productive Woman listeners can get a free 10-day trial by going to lynda.com slash tpw, and that's l-y-n-d-a dot com slash tpw, like, you know, for the productive woman. And during that free trial period, again, you get unlimited access to their entire library. So do give it a try, and uh, let me know what you think after you've checked them out. That's at lynda.com slash tpw. And thank you to them for supporting The Productive Woman. That's it for this week's episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you, as always, for spending this time with me. It means the world to me. I'd love to hear from you about 
what we've discussed or whatever's on your mind. I hope you found something in this episode that's helpful to you. I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.